0: I'm Kim I'm Megs Welcome to the Atwoods End
1: Podcast <laughs> We're recording it's not the same
0: <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? I only show Do you ever say idiot not in the Dwight Schrute voice? Elsa. <laughs>
1: I don't know, is that even a word? Welcome back to the Atwoods End podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm
0: Megs. And this week's episode is a little bittersweet because it is our final episode of 2021. And it is the end of the first season of this podcast. Can you believe that we've been doing this for like literally a year now? Almost a year, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I can and I can't because I like I look back at when we started this, like, sitting at home in lockdown last winter, just like bored out of our minds and like <laughs> looking for something to do. And that somehow feels like a lifetime ago and also like, no time has passed at all, you know? Yeah, no, for
0: sure. It's it's definitely surreal. I you know, I'm grateful for the challenge and spending the time together. Lots of laughing and stuff. But I, I think this will be a really fun episode for us. I'm I'm happy that we're kind of ending this season really the way we began it with just lighthearted, chatty conversation we reached out to our listeners to send us some hilarious holiday stories and fails and you know things that would that would get us talking and and I I don't think they'll disappoint so we'll dive into that in a moment but before we do let's do a little reflection what was (laughs) your favorite part
1: about season one of the podcast I think for me it's just like how much I learned between our guests and the amount of Googling I had to do (laughs) and like reading just on like the you know various segments, especially like our philomath segments and stuff, and even just like the personal reflection that comes with like having these conversations. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've learned a lot about topics that I probably wouldn't have really investigated a lot just by myself and learned a little bit about myself too. So what about you? What's been the best part? I think I really
0: enjoyed our guests a lot because i know most i guess all of our guests pretty personally and i would have never been like tell me about alessia fashion branding law please or or courtney explain to us how you came up with the well bake box you know or even with zach when we talked about getting nautical and and all those things that i don't think i would have even asked some of those questions if it was outside of the podcast and that was really fun And then for me like i really enjoyed the editing and learning about editing and you know that no matter what the settings are you will yell and that's been a challenge (laughs) to overcome all year (laughs) all year long but yeah so we should get into these holiday stories now i'm excited we have quite a few of them and thanks for everybody for sending them in they they've been a hoot and we don't know each other so we asked separately or on separate instagrams i guess and then on our um at what's end ones we know those ones
1: okay do you want to go first
0: okay yeah so let's start off with a christmas one so this one is technically my own but it was my sister who sent this in so our dad passed away two years ago just before christmas but three years ago uh we were at um my middle sister monica's boyfriend's parents house did you get all that
1: yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so we were invited there like i think they had just kind of started dating around this time and so this might have been the first time that our parents had met his parents and we were invited for a christmas dinner and you know before i get to the actual story any silliness that i have i definitely got from my dad and so that's really important to remember. But basically, like, the scene was set, you know, beautiful Christmas, very fancy dinner with lots of foods. And, of course, there was awkwardness in the air. Like, there can't not be. I don't know how. I think Tilo and I were both there and we're like, huh. <laughs> you know, it just there is when when you have, like, parents meeting for the first time. Uh, whenever you meet, like, each other's significant, others' families, with it. that's there's a lot there yeah. anyways so we had dinner it was really good and then we were served like a sipping shot so it wasn't even a shot it was like a a small glass that you would serve a child okay and i'm pretty sure it was supposed to be like a digestive right like so something that's meant to be sipped after dinner a little bit of alcohol just to help you pass your food but what does my dad do like any good polish man he takes <laughs> the entire thing like a shot and then he almost <laughs> died a year early at that table because he started coughing it up and was like falling all over the place and just it was just not and so he almost didn't make it from that table but it was I think it broke the ice a little bit but it was just like I just imagine this like hillbilly at like the queen's castle and they're like can you please pass me the jelly you know <laughs> that's how they were
1: looking at him so it was funny a lot after that, so. that's so funny i love that my first story so like were you ever afraid of santa claus no <laughs> Because, yeah, I don't think I ever was, but I know for, like, a lot of kids, they kind of were. Like, especially, like, you know, mall Santas. And that includes this listener, who, like, uh, going to see Santa at the mall was, like, a horrifying experience. So here's what they wrote. Okay. They said... Okay, so random story, but I was terrified of Santa as a child, and my mom would sing I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, but insert my name instead of mommy, and I would lose it. It was to the point where I would also pull down the stroller cover over me every- Every time we walked by a Santa in public, but then one day in the sketchiest part of Toronto, there was this gross ass Santa sitting outside a Metro grocery store, and that was the day I decided I no longer was afraid of Santa, and I wanted to tell him what I wanted for Christmas. And my mom was like, "Are you kidding me?" But we did it, and that's how I got over my fear of Santa. Santa just loves hard days. And I just, the the vision of like being the parent when your kid's like, yeah, that's the Santa that I trust is like this sketchy outside the grocery store in like some like not great neighborhood. So funny. Oh my God.
0: Okay. So this one's short but sweet. So New Year's Eve 2019, 2020, in the days prior to the pandemic, this listener said, I spilled the platter of champagne right before midnight so we had to pause the ball drop get all new champagne and then redo the countdown all over again
1: (laughs) oh my god that's funny i was like oh my fucking
0: god could you imagine like (laughs) yeah that's not a
1: oh my god that reminds me of like unrelated but just like thinking of like watching the ball drop on tv there was like one year where my friends and i were watching and then realized we were watching buffalo and not manhattan's ball drop oh my god (laughs) we were like we were just like oh my god we were wondering why it was so like lackluster yeah (laughs) we were like fully watching like some like a small city's new year's coverage instead of the like big one but uh, yeah
0: you could say that this listener really dropped the ball <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you were waiting to say that. <laughs> well, I have, I have additional questions. Like, were were glasses broken? Were they just you know regular? Can you imagine pops? everything
1: shattered? Someone's running for the broom. Like,
0: great way. Wait- but it's not the New Year just yet, so I feel like you're okay because like they say that however you spend New Year's Day, that's that's kind of reflective or like I don't know, not reflective, but that says something about how you'll spend the rest of the year. So. I that sticks with me so hard and so I try to be very aware on New Year's Day. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be a rough one guys.
1: (laughs) My second story kind of keeps in line with the mall Santa vibe of my first one but here's what another listener sent me. I was at the mall with a friend in university waiting to get a photo with Santa, and she was telling me about how her dad would dress up as a Santa when she was a kid and do adventures around the house. For context, we were the only university students in the whole lineup on a super busy evening and surrounded (laughs) by kids waiting to take a photo. In my normal loud voice, I proceeded to ask her, so how old were you when you found out Santa wasn't real? (gasps) (laughs) I literally got death (laughs) stares from so many parents. (laughs) What? What a psychopath. (laughs) What? What? This person he should just, be arrested yeah i think they just didn't realize that like or like c- kind of forgot that like there was how so many kids wildly <laughs>
0: inappropriate <laughs> listener shame on you how could you <laughs> i yeah i have a weave a web a weave of lies, a web of lies ready to go should should that ever happen prematurely actually funnily enough yesterday we were watching just like some little video on instagram and this kid goes up and he's like alexa do reindeer fly and she answers no and he goes
1: santa's not real
0: and then the dad oh my God. literally unplugs alexa and he because it was so funny as soon as he asks like do reindeer fly then you see the dad he's in the back on a chair and he like sits straight up and is like ready to run and like jump on alexa but yeah so i but you know what speaking of how old were you when you even found out that santa wasn't real slash like how did you find out
1: okay, I don't remember exactly how old I was, probably around like the normal age that like kids find out. But I remember it was literally an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond that ruined it for me. Like they just blurted it out on the show. And I remember sitting there being like, um, excuse me? What? (laughs) And I was like, it was at the age where like, people were, you know, like some of the kids didn't believe in Santa. And then like some of the kids at school were like, yeah, Santa's real. Like it was like, we were in that kind of, in between age right where like you know people were very divided on the topic (laughs) but like i remember being like oh my god it's he's not real and yeah it was everybody loves raymond so like i have like a personal vendetta against uh
0: raymond (laughs) what about you santa's real (laughs) kid. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ooh, okay
0: <laughs> no in all okay. seriousness i'm like 67 percent sure he's real you know now does christmas in a different way like he owns the controlling shares of walmart hallmark he's got. he has drones yeah. and probably lululemon he's really into the nfts and and such that i i really think yeah no i'm i'm not like <laughs> i'm not against it i think it's still I just want to keep that magic in my life. I'm trying no, to remember. I, I couldn't remember when the moment passed just because I have two younger sisters. And so if I found out, then I don't think maybe I admitted it to myself or to anybody for a couple of years just because my youngest sister is eight years my junior yeah Yeah, right and so then there was a lot of santa for a really long time like i think i was already in university more like santa's coming tonight
1: tonight (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny because like i have a vivid memory of like opening my stocking i was probably really really young like i'm gonna say like grade one and i got this little ring dish thing like keepsake box from like Claire's okay in my stocking and on the bottom of it it said Claire's and I remember looking at it and being like what (laughs) and then my mom my mom was like my mom was like no Santa can't make everything sometimes he has to do a little shopping just to like fill it out and I was like oh yes that makes sense (laughs) like I fully bought it (laughs) yeah but like I remember looking like I had this moment of like wait a second like why is this from Claire's uh, elves make everything I get, so, yeah. like, I d- really don't understand why this has a brand name on it. That's
0: funny. No, that's, but, a, that's a good, I and I can feel the feeling that comes, that little bit of dread, little bit of realization that it can't be, you know, yeah, so, but actually, I've been duped, yeah, <laughs> speaking of gifts, so we got this story, so my ex got me an Uber gift card a few years ago, and I was like, I own my own car. And my ex was like, well, my best friend would love this. And I responded with, does it look like I'm your guy best friend? To make it up to me, he then got me a six-piece chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. Not even a meal with fries and a drink, just the nuggets. This was his Christmas gift. And I wanted to be like, have you ever bought a gift for a human before?
1: Oh, my God. Okay, one so questionable i didn't even know uber made gift cards (laughs) let alone like why you would even for your guy best friend think that that's a fun festive gift or
0: for your fucking girlfriend girlfriend I was like yeah when I heard the story I was like glad your ex is
1: (laughs) yeah okay well it's so funny because that's like literally it leads into my third story like so well so this listener wrote in and said one year my boyfriend didn't buy me a gift and I had to do some reflection on whether it truly was better to give than receive what's the true meaning of Christmas I should have ended things then and this one really just made me think what would you do if you were in a long-term, like, established relationship? Like, you've been together for, like, a couple years and they just fully didn't acknowledge Christmas or, like, your birthday okay. whatsoever. So that is like,
0: my that is my living hell. <laughs> As gifts being my number one love language, I hold way too much weight into gifts because I, I spend all year listening and writing down and creeping and crafting and, you know, finding the perfect gift. And if someone doesn't even fucking have the the oh. yeah I, oh yeah no yeah. that's painful like that's and you know what i feel going back to the uber one i feel like they won an uber gift card at work and then also didn't get a present for their girlfriend and then they were like here yeah <laughs> or like re gifting maybe but like no gift okay so what's what's worse in this scenario you tell us listeners is it worse not to get a gift or to get a gift that just shows well, like- that no thought
1: was put into yeah, it yeah like a lack of it. i almost i almost feel that the no gift and the like i totally forgot is <gasps> ma- is all, maybe cannot, more forgivable i cannot, I cannot. like no. because How can it's one thing forget? to say like i can't but like okay i consciously remembered and chose to give you a shitty gift or i completely forgot and like, I feel like this ties back to the whole, like, language of apologies episode and, like, how are you going to make it up to me now? <laughs> For me, like, gifts isn't as high on my love language, but the, the idea that, say, my birthday could pass and someone like that important in my life would just completely forget no text no anything would would just ruin your day i think did did we
0: get a follow-up is this bad boyfriend now an ex as well oh yes yeah it
1: would this was like for it's for sure an ex yeah
0: yeah no that's ah no you know what i i cannot choose between both are just terrible both are breakup worthy for me i just
1: Also, like to say, like take note, boys, because all of these people are access. Yeah. (laughs) So clearly, for the twenty-seven
0: percent of that identify as males that listen to this show, yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, we're looking uh, at you. Yeah, at least spring for the fall McDonald's meal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really the moral of this. uh, Yeah. uh, Of this story, but okay, so next listener story this one i changed one of the names for privacy and and anonymity i guess okay so when i was dating let's call him bandit my dog's name for (laughs) privacy which this guy was a dog anyway so we went to his brother's (laughs) condo for new year's eve the brother and girlfriend got into a massive fight because he saw her phone had snapchats from all of these other guys they were screaming at each other and he kicked her out minutes before the countdown. <sighs> oh <laughs> my god. She ripped an ornament that she bought him off the Christmas tree and then kissed him and said, this is the last kiss you'll ever get from me. And then he's like, get out. Then it was the countdown and we were all just like, happy
1: new year. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> For starters, why the, the kiss part is like so strange to me. Why? Like, I feel like I would have just, like, stormed. Like, I don't know. The kiss was a weird move. Yeah, I just... Like, some sort of the last thing I would want to be doing is kissing someone. Honestly, after that, if I was I'm... in that kind
0: of rager, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would just go full... Just... Just blackout. I don't actually disagree with with, with her actions. <laughs> I mean, the Snapchatting other guys, but, like what are you 15 that you're snapchatting other guys like that just
1: yeah the fact that you're snapchatting period (laughs) yeah no offense to anybody who snapchats but Snapchatting
0: boys still you know like i don't know
1: yeah we're almost 30
0: i feel i feel like there is an age limit where like it's not cool to be in your 30s and be like i got this funny snapchat look at me in this filter Oh my god! oh my god
1: yeah look at me in this puppy filter uh yeah i know i that was always on dating apps when someone would be like before asking for your instagram they'd be like what's well, your snapchat and i'm like oh we're done here yeah that's
0: fully <laughs> because 10th like, grade of you like, So
1: yeah i'm like what so you only want to converse with me in ways that will disappear in five minutes <laughs> every time you close the app everything's wiped
0: no thank you yeah yeah no thanks so in this story if you were one of the this this listener like I don't what does that do for your New Year's like you know you're not gonna snap out of that immediately on New Year's Day so like that's not good for your year that's not good that kind of negative energy and like manic energy to say the least I just
1: I I feel like I would you know like after the new year's like happy new year's blah 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 whatever i would like quietly like bow out and like make a be like oh it's time for me to go home whatever (laughs) and then i would do something like even just go to mcdonald's like i would do something to like turn my night around
0: yeah but this is like if your brother like if this happened to your brother or, or like, hold on, no. If your boyfriend's brother, right? Like, so it would be kind of hard. Well, I guess depending on your age, the age of your relationship. Because if it's new, it would be kind of weird if you're like, hey, my. right? Yeah, because it's, it's like part two. But if you've known them for a long time, you could be like, see ya. I need some. I need <laughs>
1: like, oh, I have food poisoning from the champagne. I I must leave. You shouldn't have dropped it all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just crushed my champagne glass in my hand. I'm like, oh, I'm bleeding i have to leave
0: crunches it down with her fist Ah. yeah Uh,
1: (laughs) no band-aids in here
0: (laughs) uses band-aids as confetti to be like oh no i need a clean one (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i actually have one more for us this one is a little bit of a longer one it is coming from one of our international listeners which is really fun so okay my girlfriend's cousin joined us for a new year's eve party with a bunch of my college and high school friends So, one of those parties where, like, everyone could bring people and the more the merry. So, he's a cool guy, super cultured, good time. At one point in the night, my girlfriend and I were standing outside by the fire chatting when we see more and more people coming upstairs. The party was in the basement. Finally, someone rushes in and says that her cousin and one of the friends of a friend's have cleared everyone out of the basement with some super uncomfortable making out and, like, (laughs) a question, question, question mark. We didn't know what would cause 20 people to clear a basement when everyone was pretty drunk. My girlfriend ended up getting her cousin and breaking up whatever snog fest was happening after realizing both the cousin and the girl were drunker than they should be. She put her cousin to bed. The girl, however, could not be consoled and was on the hunt for my girlfriend's cousin. She started to look through cup or holy fuck. She started to look through cupboards, in closets, under shelves, under the beds because she thought he was hiding from her. And the kicker is the next morning, we find out he had left our house in the middle of the night, walked to the neighbors who had an unlocked door, which is just side note, that's insanity, used their bathroom, woken up halfway through to realize not the right house to then come back. So we didn't believe him until we saw the Dr. Seuss style footprints in the snow the next morning. Thank God we knew our neighbors. Never told them though.
1: Oh my God. I don't even- There's there's so much of that story that's just pure chaos. Like, what? I don't even know where to begin with. First, like- I feel really bad for the girl looking through the cupboards, because I feel like she was probably very embarrassed the next day. Uh, like, okay, yeah. I hope she was very embarrassed the next day. If she wasn't, then I have more questions. But, like, I feel like that's just, like, you know when you've seen people that are that drunk and they're just, like, very clearly, like, embarrassing themselves or, like, like it almost sounds like, there's like some insecurity that's really like manifesting in their like drunken state where she's like, Why is he hiding from me? And like, yeah, you're just kind of like, Oh, I just like, I feel like we're seeing something that maybe like shouldn't just be seen by just anybody, you know what I mean? Well, it's
0: just, like, okay, I'm happy that they were separated, I feel like that's that's good for everybody. Can't imagine what, like, imagine that many people, like, parties, like, shit happens, right? Like, people are always canoodling and such, and so I, I can't even imagine what would have had to have been happening for people to, like, clear out of an area of a party just because of one couple. That seems a little absurd to me. And then the snow part, like, what? You could get arrested, right? Like, if you just, like, l- imagine, like, I guess the the issue comes with the neighbor's door being unlocked.
1: Yeah. Lock your doors? Well, Is that the yeah. moral of this? Don't... That, I feel like, yeah, lock your doors, for starters. Cause some Cause drunk like...
0: kid might come into your house, use the bathroom, and then...
1: Yeah, which, like, that's not the first time I've heard of stories like that happening. Really? Yeah, where, like, people just confuse the location, like, the location they're in. And uh, you have to, I think you have to get to, like, a a very significant level of drunk. But I have actually heard quite a few stories of people, like, going into the wrong (laughs) building. Okay,
0: actually, Tilo and I walked into the wrong, we were up north somewhere. And it was, like, a little, like, Duloc-style complex, like, those, like, winter getaways. You know, Duloc from Shrek. Yeah, very very like cookie cutter. All of the units look exactly the same and the cars were parked somewhere else So there was no like identifier as to which house it was and we, wa- we literally walked into the wrong house. And we're like, yep, this is not it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Again, the door was unlocked. So it's lock your doors, people. Like, that's.
1: Yeah. One time I was in high school. I was at the movie theater. And I was, like, not even remotely drunk. And I got into the wrong car. <laughs> and the guy was also getting into his car. And he was like, um, hi. And I was like, oh, not, uh, not my friend's car.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. That'd be a cute, neat but... cute,
1: neat cute. Yeah, I don't think he thought it was as cute, but, Mm -hmm. like...
0: You know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of a TV show, which I'll share because I don't know if I'm very serious about this one. I don't share most of my movie or TV show ideas, but this one... Oh, I thought you
1: were just talking about, like, a recommendation. And I'm like, why do you keep your recommendations secret? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, your concepts for, like, like, future shows. Yeah. yeah. Yes, okay. Like, there's some that I am legitimately
0: hoping will come to fruition and then other ones like this one is just like a fun little fancy thought so i had this idea of a high school it's like baking whatever the course code for baking would be and it basically follows ninth graders 10th graders 11th graders and then 12th graders and so they each have a class and just the drama that would come from Uh, mostly female because i think usually in baking classes there is a higher majority of females although that number is coming up for for males who who enroll but for the most part you know which would be a fun mix of like predominantly women what could go wrong with a show about a bunch of girls in high school (laughs) yeah so i think that that would be very that enjoyable would be a like a kind of baking drama or like have like a, a lead baker every week and then they fight over it or who does the dishes and you know <laughs> loose, loosely based on my own baking experience in 2010 but I think that that would be I think That's there's great. a lot you could do with that you could really mature in a show like that but anyways getting totally off yeah. topic I think we're well we're...
1: actually sorry unrelated but in my high school baking class this one girl got her hair stuck in a mixer and she came to school the next day with a really short bob and I was like oh my god <laughs> oh that's terrible it's not funny but it was like kind of funny at least
0: it was a bob i mean honestly i i think that if something happened to my hair to that extent i would just shave it actually you know christmas related but not related to this at all so i just watched the movie a few days ago and and weirdly this got me anyways so in my in grade 12 i was the the lead in the Christmas carol. So I was Ebenezer Scrooge. And so I needed to look like an old man. And so I had prosthetics on. So I had a nose and a little bit of, um, we had to put like sideburns on. Except the sideburns had to be like glued on with some sort of biological glue that would stick to my skin even when I was sweating, right? Like you're on stage, you're going to sweat. And I had the remnants of the side sideburn glue in my hair till like the next summer it just wouldn't come out oh my out. god yeah that's crazy yeah so that was the, i didn't have to cut it but i was just like
1: when is this gonna end <laughs> you know oh and god, like the, you're like trying to grow out the glue <laughs> well no it was like right
0: around my ears right so it was just above my ears so it's like i didn't have any flyaways for half a year <laughs> but <laughs> You know, maybe that's the way to go. But yeah, that was... Yeah.
1: Okay, honestly, you know what I'm most excited for this holiday season? What? That week of limbo between Christmas and New Year's when, like, everyone just does literally nothing. I feel like it's long overdue. Um, I didn't take nearly enough vacation time this year, (laughs) so I'm just, like, pumped to, like, relax and, like, catch up on reading and stuff. But I actually saw this... tiktok recently and it talked about weeds and seeds as like this form of self-care and basically this girl chose like a weed and a seed each day to prioritize like her wellness so like a weed would be like clean out your closet or sort out your bills or something basically something you want to like pull out of your life to like make room for for something new and then a seed is something that you plant to make yourself feel good like going to get a starbucks or like catching up on a tv show or whatever and like i really like the idea of making space and like filling it with something nice each day and so like now i want to know what like weed and seed would you put on your holiday to-do list
0: okay so i absolutely adore the botanical basis of this that's great (laughs) for weeds okay so weeds this year feels this one feels like a thorny thistle that is just wreaking havoc on on a small path that everyone has to avoid but i need to sort through and then potentially like sell or donate stuff from our wedding reception that never happened and like this one's a really painful one for me because our original wedding reception was canceled because of covid and then so was our postponed date too and it just sucked because of like the timing like both wedding receptions were set for june and i think in the first year by september people were able to have like semi-normal weddings like numbers were still smaller and they were outdoors and then by the second year already by july people were able to have like literally, like a month later, so we were just in that like awful little yeah, period right of time. At the end. Yeah, right. And I had collected all this beautiful glassware and decor, and you know all the little things that you needed for a wedding. So that's my weed is to kind of go through that and just uh, I don't want to deal with that at all, but I have to. And then I think my seed, I need to get new glasses. So because you know seeing seeing will make me feel good. And (laughs) I'll take recommendations on where to get the best frames at May. Let me know where you got your frames. I'm very much feeling like glasses that my grandmother had, these really large kind of circular ones that are like heavier framed that make your eyes look ginormous. But my, my eyes aren't that bad yet, but that's kind of the vibe that I'm feeling. They just need to right. be like heavier because if they're too flimsy, then I, I'm just like, Ew, what is this piece of paper on my face? I don't want it. <laughs> and then <laughs> so I think I'm going to work on prints for my Etsy shop because I really enjoy just like drawing for drawing, not for work. Like, I guess I'm selling these prints on my Etsy shop, but it is really relaxing and I really enjoy it taking the time to do just art for me and not for a, a fucking
1: client. right like it's yeah. like you can do whatever you want if you don't do it it doesn't you're there's not like no, letting anybody down necessarily there's no
0: deadlines which yeah actually so in the freelancer world i saw this hilarious meme and it's like the same time that we're supposed to be having this like downtime that nobody's doing anything do you ever get last minute requests from people before the new year with work uh- or is oh, it like yeah. quiet for you?
1: Yeah, I know. Fuck me too. Uh, I something that I do is like as soon as I decide. So December first, an email goes out to all of my clients, and there's a timeline attached to the email. So they had all of my clients had until December 10th. That was their last minute request deadline. Anything after that, they were rewarned that I was likely going to decline until the new year because basically i need this time like i was so busy in november that like i wasn't as like ahead on things as i normally am and with social media like you kind of have to be ahead on things because it's just you know this train that never really stops and so which is sorry which is a terrifying thought social media and gas you're always gonna have to get those two so i knew that i needed like these last this basically a week and a half to just get done what i need to get done to take my vacation so anything after december 10th was like most likely gonna be a no for me and if i could accommodate it i would but they knew in advance that i i they need it to be on the right, ball about getting right. it to me so
0: see i do it a little bit differently like i'm on holiday already as of monday if anybody messages me depending on the work like they all know i'm on holiday until basically the new year and we all because we get ahead i this year was luckily enough uh, lucky enough to be able to get ahead in november already so i'm into the new year so any kind of last minute anything then it will either get charged with new year prices or get slapped with like a rush fee and like it's my yeah. vacation fee which like I'm not mad about especially like I don't know I like being busy so you know I take my damn yeah. time but a little bit of work here and stuff but
1: I mean and that's I think that that's a fair compromise to charge a premium to take be taking away from your downtime. Yeah.
0: time yeah no it's a good way it's a good way to to start the new year if you're already charging someone with your new prices going back to the weeds and seeds what's your weeds and seeds for the for the holiday to-do list what are you doing
1: I think one of my big weeds is like I said earlier I did not take nearly enough time off this year so like I think I'm gonna take a couple hours and really like plan out my vacation time for next year just because I think if I have a loose plan of how I'm taking time off and like block it off in my calendar then at least I'm committed in some way to taking that downtime but i still have like you know the flexibility to shuffle things around but i think that's that's gonna be a big one for me is actually take my like you know i always say that i like allot myself three weeks of vacation time but i've taken five days this year so like i really want to like plan that out better it's hard like
0: it's the pandemic has really kind of stopped a lot of the vacation time that you would be taking right like did you travel anywhere this year
1: no, not really. Just like around like Ontario, but yeah. not anything more extensive. And I have a couple little trips planned next year just to the States. If that, you know, out who knows what's happening now. Where with are you this going? Variant. But like, I'm going to Miami for a Friends Bachelorette and I am going to Nashville for another Friends Bachelorette. Oh, fun. You want to so... go to Hawaii together? i would love to go to hawaii okay family trip name name your date yeah family, family trip um but yeah and then my seeds i think honestly just probably like snuggling up and reading because i feel like i've really just like not been reading much lately and i'd also like to rewatch mob wives which i stand by as the greatest reality show of all time <laughs> and the fact that it's not on a streaming service is honestly rude but like i'm trying to find i even tried to buy it on like apple tv but it is also not on apple tv so if anyone has any connections to where i can access mob wives please let me know but that's on my holiday seed list
0: I, I don't even maybe you should make a new year's resolution not to watch so much trash tv but I feel like it fuels you to be the best person you are so I'm very torn about how I feel
1: with your a relationship of, like, good tv as well <laughs> I just also love 90 day fiance yeah
0: called, and love it's island
1: and <laughs> Yeah,
0: it's, it's okay but seriously speaking about new year's resolutions do you actually set them
1: yes and no like I try to look at them more as intentions for how I want my year to go I don't put too much pressure on myself to make them happen if they like don't work out you know I think we mentioned in a previous episode I usually make like a little collage kind of like mood board oh yeah that I set as my phone background on, usually on New Year's Eve yeah it's like it's just fun to like bake them and like that basically that phone background. sorry did then... you say
0: bake them because it sounded make like them. you said bake them and I was no. like can't bake it everywhere she goes
1: <laughs> bake in my collages no uh, <laughs> can like, you
0: bake something that's a collage of cookies please that'd be so
1: cute sure i'll work on that like a puzzle i'll make you a puzzle and you have to build it <gasps> oh that's so, um, oh my god that's so cute but yeah i basically set like that phone background on new year's eve and then it like stays as my phone background for like the entire year i feel like it's this subconscious reminder to myself of like the what I'm working towards or like the person I want to be in this next year even looking at what I have now like I didn't accomplish everything but I accomplished some of the things some of the things just don't mean what they meant to me Mm -hmm. December Mm -hmm. 2020 and that's also fine you know
0: yeah what about you yeah no not necessarily I mean like I feel like every month I try to set little, little goals or not resolutions. Like I like goals better for myself. And while the new year definitely feels really fresh, I've never had much success starting a resolution and like sticking to it. And I feel like that's just, that that's not my time. It's springtime, you know, or summertime. You know, if I start something on a random Monday in July, I just do much better. And yeah, I think I'm more about setting a tone or intention for the new year. And then I like to select a word or a mantra to try to live by so yeah Yeah, that's kind of yeah yeah so okay speaking of intentions what are your new year's intentions for 2022
1: I'd like to get reacquainted with hobbies like whether that's like <laughs> during your taking... days off
0: Kim during... we got it <laughs>
1: yeah exactly I feel like yeah whether it's like something totally new or even just like I've thought about taking like a baking course with a local college like I feel like aside from this podcast I've kind of lost that outlet a little bit recently like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. been so busy and especially as like the world has kind of been somewhat returned to a state of normalcy in the past six months I feel like, you know, just, like, social plans and, like, I, I, I've i just been, like, running around like a crazy person, so <laughs> I'm excited to, like, maybe slow down a little bit. I'd also like to get better at responding to texts, although I think that's probably just embedded in my personality at this point, that it's going to take me Kim, you anywhere. can do it. You got this. You you will... Yeah, but it's, like, I, my timeline's like, three business days or potentially five months. Like, <laughs> it's, so, like, I, I genuinely, I answered a text the other day and I was, like, this has been sitting here since September, but um yeah not yeah it's not it's not my best personality
0: (laughs) I know I need to because like I think you when you work like sometimes I I need you for my very silly business reasons like we we do a lot of like personal chatting podcast chatting and then like work chatting and Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I just cannot I need Kim's opinion and so then like I'll try the pings because sometimes that works or I'll message you on Instagram (laughs) or like Snapchat
1: (laughs) which I don't even I think the thing is is it's like for me if someone texts me because they need me it's urgent or it's like about making a plan you know where like there's some timeliness associated with it then I'm pretty quick at responding when it's just like a how are you text Yeah, because, you know, you're going to have to get into a
0: conversation, right? And then that's you want to have room for that conversation. And that doesn't work with our work, kind of, right? Like, I feel like you're. Well,
1: yeah, exactly. And I feel like I like to be I do really strive to be like present in everything I'm doing. And unfortunately, that means sometimes like having the time to sit down and actually like write those texts is few and far between. But anyways, that's yeah, that's on my list. But mostly just like kind of slow down and give myself more space for like creativity. Because I feel like that piece of myself has been a little like dried up recently. But yeah. What about you? What are your intentions for the new year?
0: So, I mean, like this year, I'm going to focus on boundaries, and my word for 2022 is soften to things, Ooh, I like people, that. challenges, life's unexpected surprises, both good and bad. I find that I'm fairly rigid to a lot of things i me and my big personality my strong sometimes called extra personality don't handle certain things very well and so i'm i'm really gonna just try to soften to all things and you know give benefits of the doubt and try not to call people as many names (laughs) behind their backs but i mean as far as like intentions go so i too would like to uh, take some sort of class either a cooking or baking class and Conestoga College is literally across the street from our house And so I'm gonna try to investigate if I can get in there somehow And I asked for tennis lessons for Christmas. So hopefully somebody purchased those for me If not, I think I'm gonna just take the plunge like they're not super expensive But I just I used to play tennis very regularly and I haven't for many years and I'm really sad because my my complex used to have a tennis court. And I was like, why was I not playing tennis every fucking day? I don't know. And it's because I didn't have a partner to play with. Now, I have a partner who lives with me in love and life. And we can't fucking play tennis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, in love life and tennis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I hope to do that. And then if this is going to be year of publications for me. So I've started my cookbook. And I've done a lot of the writing for it. I've done the intro and the outro. And... And started planning my recipes. I'm still working on the direction that I want to take it in. And I have a couple names. I don't know. I'm hoping to have more than one cookbook. So I'm trying to pick and choose my names very carefully. And then actually, I am teaming up with a neighbor of ours who works in outdoor education. And we will be publishing a book for children, um, A through Z, or Z. What do you say, Z or Z?
1: I say Z, but it is the American way okay z is the z is the like british canadian english yeah
0: okay so a through z a through z of plants that kids would see realistically on a hike through ontario and so every letter will be a different plant and so i'm gonna do all the illustrations for that and i'm really excited because that we're already starting that next week so that will hopefully be published in the new year and yeah i'm excited for that so i mean yeah It'll That's be, really cool. Yeah. It'll be a busy year
1: as usual. But I think this does wrap up our final chat of the final episode of 2021. I think so. Now, just our final Philomath, and we're done for the year. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: now time for the Philomath.
1: Ah, yeah. Best ever. Okay.
0: So, this one comes <laughs> <laughs> from a post I saw on Instagram. And sometimes I see stupid-ass posts, especially about animals and plants, and I always go and investigate them because I'm like, mm, I hate when shit's not real, fake news. So this one goes, male reindeer lose their antlers in the winter and females don't. Therefore, Santa's sleigh is actually polled by a team of strong, powerful, underrated women. You go, girls. I see you. So here's the thing. While I love this, it's not fully true. And... Of course, it would be females that would just, you know, bring the sled around the world, the sleigh, whatever. But so it is true that females don't drop their antlers till early spring as they are pregnant and they don't have their calves until the early spring. But males will drop theirs from November to February, depending on their age. So it could have been a team of female reindeers or it could be a team of young male reindeers. That's the kind of, you know, so I was like, uh, so I did pull together a few facts about reindeer that are true, that are fully okay. true. So here we go. So in North America, reindeer are also called caribou. They're not separate species. They're the same thing. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Here I am <laughs> investigating King? for the righteousness oh of
1: reindeer. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. So they're no... It's like s- shaking me a little bit. I know, eh? It's it's. I was like, okay, okay all right
0: so their noses are specially designed to warm the air before it gets to their lungs and why don't we have that i want that
1: yeah my nose is always freezing yeah mine
0: too it's always my babies okay reindeer hooves expand in the summer when the ground is soft and shrink in the winter when the ground is hard that's so cool yeah yeah, that's cool now, some subspecies have knees that make a clicking noise when they walk so the animals can stay together in a blizzard. Oh my god, sometimes my knees click when I walk. <laughs> You're just trying to find your friends, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name reindeer is of Norse origin from the Old Norse word, oh, fuck me, hrenn, for deer. It's no, R-H-R-E-I-N-N, hrenn, hren. hrenn, hrenn whatever and has nothing to do with the reins of a sled the name caribou comes to us from through the french from the mik galipu meaning snow shoveler sorry i butchered all of that and yeah
1: i'm confused that i'd like never thought of reindeer as being called reindeer because of reins yeah because that of... i just thought that that was their name like that never crossed my mind that there was like any connection
0: oh so it's probably crane for a deer instead of rain
1: right no i know but like you were saying that like people like commonly think that it has to do with like rains like yeah exactly but it doesn't but like i that thought never even crossed my mind i just thought that that was just their name you know
0: oh yeah yeah okay yeah i get you i get you yeah yeah no that's a cool one I, i didn't i didn't know that so caribou being french that makes sense and then snow shoveler
1: yeah no i just want to say caribou with a french accent What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay last one
1: once the entire okay. body
0: of a reindeer was found in the inside of a greenland shark most likely a case of nearshore scavenging as opposed to a migrating land shark
1: oh, i'm sorry
0: <laughs> there was a whole reindeer found in a greenland shark
1: which is very how big is a greenland shark oh my god Cause... look it up
0: they're fucking massive they're enormous
1: <gasps> <laughs> oh no 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 oh my god they're so big yeah which would make sense why they could they swallow. have like dopey dopey noses yeah
0: everybody look up greenland shark if you haven't seen
1: i, I want even... to just like boop their nose oh they're scary don't like that I don't I look up eye parasite on. too yeah they're about 6.4 <laughs> meters i'm also sorry this is article from the guardian says that this greenland shark is 400 years old how can that be true
0: so actually i know how that can be true and that's because where they live in the cold waters right it allows so if you want to preserve something actually the cold is much better like you either go super cold or a super cold and dark or super hot and dry. So, that's why Egyptian mummification looks so good now. It's because the heat and the dryness kind of desiccates everything. And so, you're you, you're left with a super preserved something. Same thing can be said, though, when it's super cold and really dark, it, you have longer method. Like, it just preserves everything significantly better. Plus, your heart rate doesn't have to, like, it's super low and oftentimes actually when people have heart attacks and if they're in a coma after the fact they'll super cool their bodies to give their body like a break from working right yeah so
1: oh my god that's the okay i'm sorry the greenland shark would have reached its sexual maturity at around 150 years old i feel like that 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 should be that should Uh,
0: yep that'll do it
1: this shark was born during the reign of james the first
0: oh wow we don't like james the first do we no i don't think so
1: oh that is crazy (laughs) i didn't know animals could live that long oh my god this is like octopuses with beaks all over
0: okay we're gonna do an we're gonna in the new years <laughs> i already know we're getting uh let's get wild we're getting wild and we're gonna talk about animals because i i feel like there's a lot of things that we could just get you oh,
1: it's, it's just gonna be like you reading me facts and me being like what i <laughs> it. no that. but yeah so
0: that that is it for season one of the podcast everybody
1: Woo. Thank you to everyone who tuned in and listened to us this year. This podcast honestly has been so much fun and such a great outlet, I think, for both of us. So we appreciate anyone who has come along for the ride.
0: Yeah. And we'll be back in the new year. We'll see everybody in 2022. <laughs> but until then, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we'll be hanging out there over the holidays at At What's End Podcast. And until then, bye. Bye.